Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, Bobby. Take it over there. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. Been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? I'll see you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hi. What's up, beautiful? Not much. How are you? Oh, I'm a tired man. I know. I'm tired, too, but I'm sure not as quite tired as you are because you are all over the place. Yeah, doing a lot of positive yeah. things. Thanks for calling. Oh, you're welcome, beautiful. So, what's up? now I've seen your picture. I've seen the, the, the what you put in the DM. Uh-huh. So, what kind of problems do you have? I'm just curious. I hear the problem. I just want you to hear it, and I want the uh, the public to know about it because um, I think I I can explain what's really going on out here. Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm 33. Uh-huh. I have a lot to bring to the table. What I believe I have a lot to bring to the table. I'm educated. I just mm-hmm. got my master's degree. I have great credit. Mm-hmm. I have my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own place. Mm-hmm. I'm in the process of buying my first home. That's what I'm talking and about. And I'm just having a hard time finding someone that's equally yoked. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. it's very challenging. You know, sometimes... Um, I'll hear guys say they want a good girl or they want somebody that's going to be like a lot of die. But then it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Because if I am the table, you got to bring some silverware or something. Right. You, you know, I can't, I can't be taking care of a grown kid, uh, a grown man. I'm, I'm not a single parent because that's right. kind of what you sign up for if you settle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not willing to settle. I shouldn't have to settle because I, I, I worked very hard to get to where I am. Here's the thing that I'm realizing in life. What I'm realizing in life is that all this shit is a fairy tale, honey. And if you find somebody that you can just love or like, You'll be okay, and hopefully by – don't get me wrong. You want them to have qualities. Right? What I mean by quality, good character, a good work right. ethic, um, humble, respectful. You want them to be good in bed. You definitely want them to eat pussy. I think that should be a, definitely a qualification. And with that, I don't think it should come down to the money because here's what's going on in the world. The first couple few months of my show on this podcast, I found a lot of men in just a situation, baby mama drama, right. not financially prepared, just slinging dicks, faking, being something that they're not. Absolutely. And what's going on, right, and what's going on with most of the men in this country and the world, in the world black, white, spaggers, not black men, 
You know, a lot of men, they, right. instead of them being who they are and not lie, they make right. things more complicated for the female. And what I mean and by that is what my experience a, was. Right. You meet a guy, you like him, but he's lying who he is, where he could have came first to him. I'm just a hardworking young man. You know, a lot of things have not gone my way, but I'm a good dude. And since you got yourself together, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm solid, that you can bring me along. But what happens in those type of situations, those guys that you let in usually start fucking your neighbor, trying to fuck your best friend, or trying to fuck your mom or even your sister sometimes. Because sex is so powerful, what men lack is discipline. See, a lot of men lack the word discipline when it comes to ass and pussy. And this is yeah. the downfall. And if a guy can meet a woman and she can have all the qualifications, he has to have the discipline to ignore other females. Because it's gotten wild out here. The decline of respect, the decline of um, men, respecting women. All that has declined. You got women talking back. You got women using profanity and in their everyday vocabulary. I'm not saying a woman shouldn't curse. I'm saying a woman should use it as a weapon more than her everyday vocabulary. You got women acting tough like men. They talking back to men. They're being disrespectful to men. So they're acting like the dude. And it all right. is because of men. See, I was talking to my earlier day. See, all this shit started on the decline back in the 20s and 30s when men wasn't handling their responsibilities. You know, it was getting women pregnant, treating them any kind of way, throwing a bitch on the street with the kids. So women created their own league, and it was called independent. And women wanted their own shit. And that's like when you had cigarettes back in the day called Virginia Slims and all that kind of shit, um, um, showing that women can do it on their own. So this has been the motto all these years, but what women have failed to realize is that all Afro-American women cry independence all day. White women are still getting married. So they're still taking the women and going up on the hill with the ring, with a family and everything. But Afro-American women are still talking stick with the mouth, still talking shit. And sometimes you have a good man, but you run the man off. Because our Afro-American women always right. feel the need to respond, always feel the need to to not listen, to comprehend, but listen to reply. So in your situation, what you have here, I don't know who you are. I'm just giving you so many different scenarios that I know one of them fit you, and only you know the ones that fit you. So what you have to do is hear the things that I'm saying, try to adjust and move forward from there because some women could be just like you, but they make the man feel everything that you've earned. They make You make the person feel that you got a master. You make the person feel that you got a house. You say, oh, this is my shit. This is mine. This is this. This is mine. And then sometimes in life, you know, you gotta go, it's not that you settle. It's just that you got to be smart. You got to be clever. What I mean by right. clever is you find someone that you like and you make that person an asset. Now, I got to give you so many scenarios. 
Now, the risk you okay. take is that this motherfucker blow up and get right and leave you. Then you just got to take it on the chin and keep it moving. You don't panic. You don't trip. You don't, like, fuck you, nigga, I'm going to kill you. It's part of life. Right. And you have to accept it and keep it moving. And I think that's the way most women have to go. If not, if these scenarios that I'm giving don't help, women are just got to do what niggas do and buy a dick and um, invite a man out, fuck him, feed him, and you tell him, I'll call you when I need to see you. You don't have to be rude, but you lie to him. Say, oh, I want to see you tomorrow. And then you don't call him motherfucker tomorrow. You call when you're ready to talk. <laughs> but it's coming. It's listen to me. It is coming to that because a lot of broke niggas got good dick. So if a girl want to fuck, she gonna have to know somebody that she know already. You know, take the nigga to the movie. She already know what it is. I'm gonna take the nigga to the movie. I'm gonna feed. I'm gonna get him something to drink. He gonna, I'm gonna bring him to my house. He gotta wash his ass. I'm gonna run in a nice shower. You know, never thought nigga take a shower. Just start running the shower for a nigga. And lay the towel and the soap out. I say, hey, baby, how you doing? You know what? I'm in the shower for you because I just want to make sure that I take care of my man. Reverse psychology. A nigga taking his right. shit right off and hopping in the shower. Right. Niggas ain't washing their ass like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> so Bad face cloth, no washcloth. Yeah. Rolling up the soap. Right. No you good dove. Exactly. None you of that. Everything, have everything in there for a nigga, even the kind of cologne. You want for a nigga. You put the clone in there, and or you bring it out. Say, so, you know what? I like this. Don't you try this one? Let's see what this smells like on you. And nigga, like, shit, let me see that. It's like, you like this, baby? That's it. Because when you fuck her in bed, you want everything to be right. Right. And in the morning, you got something to do. I called you an Uber. And no Uber Black time. either. It, it, depending on how it is, you might get Uber Pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You always want to be classy. You always want to be classy. You always want to be classy. Always get a nigga a nice car. And it's and that's just the, the end this of the This is you how real I am. Yeah, get a nigga Uber Black car. Fuck it. Let him know you're a bad bitch. you doing what you're you doing, how you're saying, then you're going to take care of your dick. So you're going to sit him in a black car. You don't want to send them in a, a motherfucker Uber X, I mean, uh, Uber Pool, and that motherfucker pick up another bitch and he meet somebody in your neighborhood. So I'm quite sure you live in a, a nice area, so that's a 20 mile Yeah, I live in the of, suburbs. I, yeah, I made it out you, the hood. Everybody in that area is successful. So you do a, a, a Uber Pool, and that motherfucker meet another bitch around the corner. Oh my gosh. And then now you fucked up. You're like, you, know, you sent your dick out for something else, or you know, ran that bitch going to get Chinese food. See, you know what my thing is, TK? What I think is that, I honestly, I don't brag about, you know, my accomplishments. But I yeah. think that people, just in general, um, I, I'll speak, like, from my own experience. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to just, you know, label everyone in this category. What right. I honestly feel is that, you know, when, when you're having a conversation with someone and you start to get to know a little bit about the person, when they ask you about, you know, what is it that you do or what have you, what have you been through? You know, so many people lie so often right. 
that so it's, it's like the stories just sound okay yeah i heard this before but then when they get to know me and see that i am legit you know what i mean it's like oh right. yeah she really is legit right. i don't know how to handle her so well, you, everything you, you, that they've been telling me i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off <laughs> like it's like i think with the, with they with with them it's like they've been lying to so many people trying to mask you know who they truly are but right. if you know how to hold a good conversation and you are familiar with energy, you know that someone's energy introduces them before they even speak. That's so you true. know when it's a it's a crock of crap. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like this story is not adding up, but you don't want to pull their card just yet because you try to get them the benefit of the doubt. But right. then you start seeing that they might they might really do own this car or they might be leasing this car, but then they ain't got no apartment. Like they said that they mm -hmm. got it. Or right. they'll tell you, if they if, like, cause I even try to consider somebody who has a kid, which I'm not really a fan of, because some people just don't know how to be honest and mm -hmm. do what they're supposed to do. They'll they'll tell you that you know they love their child and you know they don't have any issues, and then as you continue to have conversations, then you find out that they might have drama with the kid's mother, mm -hmm. or you know lying about how old the kid is or how many kids they really have. Mm -hmm. So then it's like. I'm the type of person that I feel like it, I'm grown and I'm being legit with you. But if I find out that you're lying, I'm sure that I have to give you an explanation to let you know that I'm not going to, that I'm going to stop dealing with you. I'm going to just leave you alone. I don't, I I don't feel like I have to explain myself to you because right. you knew what you did. So I right. think that that, that's what the issue that I have run into. You know, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to just single out it, every, every man because I don't think that everyone is like that. But I just think that when people realize that I am being legit about, you know, my life and all that I work hard for, it's kind of hard to keep up. So basically you're at a point where you have zero tolerance. So the first lie, you cut them exactly. off. I totally agree. It, but, you know, because it's like we're too grown for that. You know, right. like, because if you learn about something so minute early on, if I try to build something with you, what else are you lying about? I, I wouldn't want to put, you know, put myself in a situation where I've invested my time, my energy, and my emotions, and then I find out everything that I've been working so hard on is a lie. I agree. And that's the thing. That's why I was saying if you can meet a man with character and honesty, he really doesn't have to have the money because the honesty and the character is priceless. Absolutely. I agree. It's I even tried priceless. to be with somebody who, who didn't have as much money as me, but he mm -hmm. was being a, a low-key hater. And just right. trying to compare and contrast, but I never exactly said how much money I had. Mm -hmm. But I just think that when I was kind enough to invite him to my nice house, right. he seen that I wasn't, you know, a fraud mm -hmm. because, you know, you eating good meals, good furniture, house smell good, house mm -hmm. is clean. I have my job and, you know, no drama. You, you're right. not going to hear no crazy stuff about me because I'm low-key. I keep my circle real tight, keep my life mm -hmm. private because that's how it should be. Right, it's true. It's just like uh, he, he couldn't keep up, and he would just, like, make comments like, well, you're the breadwinner. I would like to be the breadwinner. This step you came uh, up. Not, not even that. When I, and, guys, I want men to know when, they, when you listen to this episode that we're doing, when you say stupid shit like that to devalue who you are, you've already lost the game. See, what you ladies have a problem 
that what ladies have that men are not able to do, they're not conversationalists. What I mean by being conversationalist, everything that comes out of a man's mouth should be positive. If you if you can't say something positive, then stay quiet. Meaning you should never say, "Oh, you're the breadwinner," or "Why did you choose me out of everybody?" or um, these type of things that make you seem less of a man. I get it. I agree. I've been hearing these stories all my damn life about men. And And I'm I'm sorry. And I'm just fed up with how guys approach women, you know, but I really want men to have their shit together, though, before they even say hello to a female, just like the way they go hard for getting a, uh, an iPhone or go hard against the car. And he was hard. driving an X5, TK. That's that's what was tripping me out. If you if you obviously can't afford this uh, this X5 and you worrying about what I got in my account, then I'm gonna need you to get something that's a little bit more realistic for your budget. Right. So you're saying that he had an X5 and he was complaining about the car note. And he would he would say like he's taking on an extra job, but basically the extra job was just to help to pay the car note. But you're you're saying that I'm the breadwinner in the relationship, but well, obviously you, you, your, your he's, priorities so aren't, beyond, aren't together. So yeah. So he's living beyond his means. Exactly. Right. He's a, so that, people, that wasn't for me. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is you are, you in a position that you have to see the whole field. What I mean by the whole field is that you got to see everything down the line. Every man that you meet, you should be able to read their story by their haircut, by the way they smell, by the way they dress, their shoe game, their car, and then the conversation got to be on point if they're consistent or are they being right. polite. And these some of these things you don't even have to ask. I believe that if you could talk to a person two months without even asking the kind of question you want to ask them, everything, you will find out who you're about to kick it with. You will find I out agree. what kind of man that you have. You will find out if you even like this motherfucker anymore. See, because once That's sex true. is involved in the very beginning, sex confuses everything. The dick might be I agree. good. The pussy might be fantastic. So some things you overlook. You just want to be together. You just want to hang. But I always tell women, and I tell men, that when you meet a woman, you should have a plan. And guys are like, what do you mean? And a female should say, what are your intentions? And a man has yes. to say his intention. It's like running for president. You know, when you write, when you are running for president, you go to each city to explain to the people why they should vote for you. Well, with a female. Right, when you're campaigning. Right. So when you meet a woman, you're campaigning for her vote to be qualified, to be nominated. So you go to right. her and you explain it to her that you have a competence. This is why I want men to get their money together and get their life together first so that when you sit down with a female, you can explain to her your accomplishments. See, right. Because a man has to have accomplishments or what the fuck you've been doing on this earth all your life. Right. What have you accomplished? You've right. been here 30, 40-something years. What have you accomplished? So basically, right. you have no degree. You have no money in the bank. You've just been taking up air. Right. That's and see, it. I, and I, and you know, I don't, and I really don't feel 
that I try to, you know, down people because I came from nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I grew up in the foster care system. You know, my parents are alive, but I've never had a consistent relationship with them because Mm -hmm. they've always been on and off of drugs, in and out out of the jail system. So, you know, I had to basically learn how to be mature at a very young age because I know what it's like to have nothing. So I wanted to change my circumstances and make it better for myself so that when I do become a parent one day, my children won't have to experience those hardships. You know, we'll all go through some kind of hardship in life, but they don't they won't have to know what it's like to struggle. Right. So I work very hard for what I have and you know, I'm not going to, you know, take away my accomplishments to make somebody feel better. They just gotta do what they gotta do. You know, right. I, I will never forget where I come from. I think that everybody in my circle and anybody that I that I grow with should have a healthy balance of ratchet and righteous, you know, just a small bit because you got to have book smarts and street smarts. But you, you still got to do what you got to do in a relationship. I think that, you know, I would have to do my part and he would have to do his part. But you, you have to be confident. You can't be insecure. If if I if I am the person that makes more money, you can still do what you need to do because at the end of the day, we have to help each other. No, I, this is exactly what I'm saying. And remember, I want you to remember one thing about life. Your story is one in a million. A lot of people, absolutely. A lot of people don't have these opportunities. A lot of people don't have your DNA. A lot of people don't have your drive. So when you say and you talk, we it sounds like it's easy. But a lot of people don't have those situations to get to where they are. Some people have just have their, their DNA or the way they built makes them who they are. My thing hearing what you're talking about, me giving you the knowledge that I have, is how do we find the solution to successful, successful women who have their thing together, who are looking for great men <clears throat> to date, and where they can where they can find one, if you're looking for somebody in your your immediate area, nine times out of ten you're not gonna find nobody that you like. And the reason right. why is because if you're growing up in New York, no disrespect to Afro American men, black, white, Hispanic, but a lot of people don't have their stuff together. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So now you go outside the arena, right? Which means Spanish, black, or white. Now if you date a white person, nine times out of ten, you could come up missing, kidnapped, or be on the market a trade slave over there selling pussy because you never know how these motherfuckers move. I'm just, I'm just being funny. But why? Wow, they might may... be undercover white supremacists. Absolutely. So you have no idea <clears throat> which way to turn. So my thing is one day at a time, and I'm, you know what? Believe it or not, I'm thinking about asking y'all on a date. I said, I'm going to ask her out on a date. I said, I'm a single guy. I said, I said I'm said i a single guy, and she um, is successful. So I said, I should just roll up on her and take her out. I swear to God, I was thinking that. And, le- and let me tell you something, TK. I don't have the 25000 but I have 23000 So I'm I'm almost there. Okay. Yep, that's so the, well, you would have to podcast. get the 2000 You would have to get 2000 <laughs> to get the dick. Oh, I, well, we're gonna take that slow. We're gonna take that slow. No, but, it's I, take but I just, it's but I have my ducks in a row. Yeah, but I'm trying to be funny. But my thing is with a young lady, um, 
I had to sacrifice relationships to get to where I am. Right. Because um, relationships is a distraction for me because I got so much going on, so much. So for me to be in a relationship, it would take discipline. For me being in a relationship, the woman that I would date would have to fly to meet me. I would have to fly to meet her. But one thing I do have is honesty. I don't cheat. That's one thing I don't. I do not cheat. So um, that's the thing that I have going for myself. But if we should try to date, that's what I would say. I was like, we'll date for a minute. And when you get, and it, it should take you um, long to get $2,000 in a bank. No, it, it doesn't. But it should take, it should I. Take, take you about six weeks. If not, it's going to have to I think it'll be, I think it'll be less than that, actually. I, okay. Um, it's just that, you know, it's just the second week. You got to pay your bills. Right. You got to so, pay you know, your bills. Money, you your money will fluctuate a little bit. Right. Oh, I, I totally understand. But, um, but you know, some people don't. You know, some people just live in a bubble. We don't live in a bubble because we work hard and we know what it's like. So, uh, no, what we want to do is not that we want people that live in a bubble. What we want to do on this call is help people hear what solutions to have, what, how to change their mindset, how to think, and how to get to the bag the way we want them to get to the bag. And the way you got to get to the bag is, one, you got to be honest with yourself. Two, and you have to be do, realistic. Right. You can't live beyond be your means. Right. You have to be realistic. You have to live um, in your means. I totally agree with you when you're saying because a lot of people have conversations with that don't even air. They have um, these dreams, and they're great dreams, but their finances don't match their dreams. So that's like yeah. I explain to people, you have to play the hand that you dealt. If you play the hand that you dealt, everybody stays in their lane. Now, don't get me wrong, fellas, and don't get me wrong, ladies. Sometimes in life, you've got to roll the motherfucking dice. And you got to be out here. You've got to grind really, really hard to make this shit work. That's just the way it goes. It's very true. I just think that people really men and women have to have their priorities in order you know if you don't have your own at least your own apartment you can't be driving around in a bend because the car note that you're paying and the maintenance that you're paying you could be paying household bills you might have to get something that's a little bit more realistic in your budget you know if you if you can't afford that you have to follow your pride pill uh, and I think that's the problem. Like, a lot of people have so much pride, and they feel like they have so much to prove. But it's like, who are you proving it to? Because at the end of the day, you don't have anything in the bank to show for it. You got to stack your money. You don't know when this is gonna, when is it going to be a rainy day. What you going to do if you don't have no money in the bank and you got this expensive car and you don't even got your own crib? Right. And then you want to come shack up with somebody else, and you can't even buy groceries, but you, you want a meal cook. Come on, drive me in the middle. <laughs> you, you you want you want me to cook a meal, but you you didn't even buy any groceries. And then you complaining no, that the I food totally ain't agree. the food ain't done. I totally agree with that, one hundred percent, honey. I totally agree. So I just I just think that you know men and women, especially the younger generation like myself and a little younger. 
you know, you just have to be a little bit more realistic. And I know sometimes even for myself, I can give good advice to people in my in my circle. And sometimes I feel like I'm the most impatient, patient person. And I know that it's an oxymoron, but I think that you might understand what I mean by that. Sometimes I want things to just happen right then and there. But at the same time, you know that when anything is rushed, it doesn't always turn out in the best favor. Good things right. happen over time. And, I agree. You know, it's not, it's not always easy to accept that, but that's the reality. No, I agree with you, honey. And like I said, um, to the gentlemen and women who are listening, who are trying to get the bag, and, and once you get your stuff together first, the, the, everything else is easy. So you got to hustle like you have no friends and grind like nobody has your back. And it's I agree. You know, you know, I took like the last year and a half off to just focus on me. You know, like I always said that I wanted to go back to school and get my master's, but I didn't go back sooner because I didn't want to have student loans and I didn't want to go to a school that I felt was like ridiculously overpriced mm-hmm. for the degree that I wanted. So I had to take some time to do some research utilize benefits that were available at my job, stack my money because I knew that I didn't want to have to pay Auntie Sally May. So I did what I needed to do. I went back to school and as fast as I applied, I got in the master's program and my program was an accelerated program. So I was able to finish this year. I started Mm -hmm. March, 2016 and I graduated May 6th of this year, but I had one more class. So they let me walk in May, but I finished in its entirety in July. And I Mm -hmm. didn't know that I was going to do that. And then, you know, listening to your podcast and just having conversations with other people, you just get to realize a little bit more when you just get to talk to people. Because in my opinion, talking to people is kind of like driving when you're the driver, because you have to be alert. You have to watch the signs. If, if you if you pay attention to people and their energy, you'll see their body language. You'll see how they converse. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if if it's not right, you know, either you're going to stay on the HOV or you won't have to pull over with the pet. Well, you know, yeah, what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing and just observing life, when you fill out paperwork for a house, if you're not really smart, it could can, it can be intimidating because there's so much paperwork, right? So what right. people have to do, I think what you have to do to find a gentleman in the future is not tell the person how successful you are. Just tell them you're blessed. And they say, what do you mean? So, well, I'm blessed. You know, I have a job, and I could pay my bills and my light and gas is on. And as weeks and months go by, you tell a person about your achievements and your accomplishments. It shouldn't be something that should be said in the first two weeks or whatever. It should just be everybody should just live. and and you can see for yourself and be observant because demonstration is better than conversation. And you right. see, and then you invite the person over your house a lot, then something wrong because a man should always pick a woman up and bring her to his spot unless he's visiting out of town. Even if he's visiting to, out of town, he should have enough money to take her to a hotel at least the first two or three times that he's there instead of getting to her house 
trying to fuck her in her house. It got to be, I'm just a man of ethic and I live by a certain code. So if I'm a kicker with you, I'm come see you. I'll come, I get a hotel in the area. You come see me. I'll drop you up at your house a couple of times and see how you live. And guess what? Boom. Hey, come to Miami, come to Vegas, come to my spot in Turks and Caicos or come to myself, come to myself, come to my spot in Brazil, et cetera, et cetera. And we see how we moving. And that's the way it should be. So the way I think you should move in the future when you meet somebody and you start talking, yeah, just don't start dropping A, B, C, D, E, F right behind one another because what you're doing if the person is insecure or he could even have his shit together and still be insecure, it could sound slightly intimidating. And this goes for the guys too. Sometimes you can meet a female who is crazy about you, but because a man has so much success, a girl doesn't feel she's worthy to be in this person's arena. So everything right. is like I always say, like a, like the Rubik's cube. All the colors is really hard to match that fuck up, isn't it? It's hard to get yeah. all the colors in line. Well, one long term. Right. So this is what relationships are. It's the same way. And you meet somebody, you play the hand that you dealt. If it works out, hopefully you can um, do the right thing. And if not, guess what? You take a break and you move on. It's similar to the Kardashians. The Kardashians was fucking everything that was moving. Until they find they found the right person. Kim Kardashian was looking for a husband. She was kicking with this motherfucker, that motherfucker. She found Kanye. Yeah, three, three, three husbands later. Right. Well, then, then, uh, her sister, yeah, then her sister, this person, that person, that she having a baby, she hooked up with the dude from Cleveland, a basketball player. The young girl right. got pregnant, and I think she wound up kicking. Because once they have a baby with you, they normally try to oh, stay so with far. you. Yeah, once they have a baby with you, they staying with your ass. So my point that I'm saying is, this is the same way you got to live. I always talk about you got a hoe between 19 and 29. Hoe is just my worry of making it funny. But like living life, life, making right, mistakes. But you, you got to live your life from 19 to 29 and explore the world. You have to date. You got to get your degree. You got to have your accomplishments. But during this journey, you find out who you want to be with, and who you want to spend the rest of your life with. But remember, one thing I'm about to tell you, a woman can only choose her boyfriend. A man chooses his wife. I agree, and and that's what I told you in the VM, right? I don't think that a woman should be seeking him. He should seek her. Right, right. Well, you could seek him to be a boyfriend, but when it comes down to marriage, Right, but that's what I was referring to, because you know that's the Bible. Okay, well, I, don't know that. I, I, I respect what you're saying, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So, okay. if, if a person could pull that off, then um, you have something, you know. So to try to sum all this up, because I know we've been listening to your accomplishments and your journey and what you have achieved, pretty much running down your resume. We haven't really got down to the core of what we need to do. So the core that I think in a relationship with you, trying to find a good man, is that young lady, you're just going to have to roll the dice 
take one day at a time. And I think what you have to do, if you don't mind me saying this, you got to let it come to you. Instead of looking, let it come to you. And then after a while, it doesn't work. And if you see somebody that you like, <clears throat> you're going to have to just go after it. Okay. And put your foot down and remember, if someone asks you, what do you do? Just say you got a decent job and you um, are happy. You're happy and okay. you're thankful and you're blessed. And that's the way you have to move in order to achieve what you ha- want. Because I can hear it in your voice, you have a strong tone. And by having a strong tone, um, it can intimidate some men in your delivery. So okay. what you have to do is soften up just a little bit. And your achievements are your achievements. That's for you. But when you deliver okay. to a person, not all at one time. you got a little bit at a time. Now, right. here's the thing. Let's talk about sex. You give, you give head? I do. Okay. But not okay. not just to everybody because I don't feel no. like you should just be giving no, that out. That, the question again was, do you give head? It doesn't matter yes. when you do it. It's just when you want to know, do you do it? Okay. Yes. And can you come when you have sex? Yes. Okay. And are you loud or quiet? It depends on the moment. Okay, it depends. So it has to be emotional connection at the same time. Correct. And the reason why I ask you those questions, I want to make sure that you was you wasn't the problem. That you was horrible in bed. That's why I was trying to make sure that you had all this. And once you had sex with a dude, dude, like this, this bitch got all this accomplishments, but she got some wacky ass pussy. So I just want to make sure that you're straight. Because <laughs> 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 we're talking all this shit, but no. the game can be fucked up. And you probably can't fuck, so I just want to make sure. Oh my god! Straight, you know. See, people forget about all that because no, I know some people have have yeah. So I've heard some situations. Okay, I'm gonna take the stand with back because I was trying to finish the story. So what I was trying to say is that when you can have all these accomplishments in the world and then get in bed and you ain't shit. Yeah. So I just want to make sure. That even though you had all these accomplishments, that your bed game was just as good as your accomplishments. So all I'm mm-hmm. saying then, if you are straight with me on everything that you're telling me, all I'm saying is you just got to give it time, sweetheart, and keep rolling yeah. the dice and keep doing what you do. And I think that you'll find love. I think that you'll find someone that you genuinely like. Um, you just got to be patient. And yeah. let's talk about the downside. If you don't okay. find someone, because it can happen, if you don't find someone, you just got to learn how to um, be that girl. You don't have to be a gigolo. You're going to have to go call and get your dick, baby, and oh send God. the motherfucker back home. I know, but you got needs, though, and you can't always use a toy. Right. You know, so you got to find somebody you like with some shit. Sometimes that fuck the hell out of shit. And you go back to work on Monday with a little glow. That's all you want. You want to go to work with a little glow. Here's what you've been doing. I, I, you Walk got the glow. With the Jesus glow. Yeah. Oh, you know, you got the glow. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I got the glow. Who is it? <laughs> Who is it, bitch? Oh, it just cost me $500 for the weekend, but it was worth it. Oh, my God. It might, it might come down to this shit, honey. Who knows? It oh, might no. come down to all this that we're dealing with. I hope not. I hope not for you ladies in the world. Because you're dealing with a crisis out here. 
and it's so much. You got um, black men killing each other. You have right. the system locking people up. You got the cops killing black men. I mean, we're getting it from all kinds of ways. And you got women sending niggas to jail, setting them up at the same time. It's fucked up out here for Afro Americans. Yeah, or, or trapping people with the kids. But, all, oh, all that. But I fought the man. The child you support. Pull your dick out, and you nutting the woman. You deserve mm-hmm. everything that comes to you because no man should nut the female. Life up. Yeah, no man should live in this world and nut in the female understanding how this shit is today. If you do this in right. today's world, 2017, everything that happens to you, you deserve. Right. Ain't that much ass in the world. Ain't that much I ass agree. in the world for a nigga to be nothing and if it don't work out, you up in the motherfucking court system. And talk about court system, fellas, if you do get a paper in the mail to go to court for child support, show up. See, the problem that men have is that they don't show up, and the court beats your ass up after that. You've got to show up, tell them that you want to look for an attorney, please your case. They'll give you time to get an attorney. So you don't get an attorney. They have help. They have self-help fellas in the court system that somebody in there will help you fight your case. I want men to and understand it. In addition to that, though, TK, a lot of guys can't be afraid if somebody is saying that they're going to, you know, threaten them with child support. They got to be right. smart enough to go sign up for child support themselves and fight no, for 50 50 custody. No, bitch, let's go. I don't give a fuck. Listen to me, fellas. You got to tell the woman, bitch, let's go. Because you ain't going to jail. They ain't locking you up. So if a girl say to you, um, I'm taking you to court. You say to her, bitch, let's go. Matter of fact, I'm going down in the morning and sign up and send you the paperwork, and I'll meet you at court. Do not be afraid to hear a woman say, I'm taking you to court for child support. What you say to her is, bitch, let's go. That, they got to fight exact, for custody, too, 50-50 custody, and custody. They, they won't have to pay. Right. Well, you might have to pay a little something depending on what state you're in. Compared, but, to, compared to what, you know, if, if they if they don't show up and they get in the rear. Right, right. It's, you got to show totally up. totally different. Yeah. Because once you're in the that's, rear, that's the worst. you're done. I met once somebody who, mm-hmm. who was on child support but didn't tell me. And how I found out, PK, they got locked up when we were supposed to go out. Wow. And um, they got locked up because their license was suspended because they were $40,000 in arrears. Damn. So I'm like, how, how, do you, how do you get backed up like that? Right, right. So we couldn't even go on a vacation unless we were going somewhere like Florida or like the U.S. Virgin Islands or something because he, he couldn't even get a passport. Damn. Yeah, it happens. It happens. And that's why I felt so like you got to go to court. It's very important. You go to court because it it, it it seems bad when you hear the word child support court. It seems scary. But show up, fellas. If you have any problems with child support court, trust me. Call me. I'll tell you exactly everything to do to win your case. Trust me when I tell you that. Hit me on the DM. Tell me everything that's going on. I'll take you step by step and show you how you don't have to really pay that much money, that you still can see your child, but you got to be wanting to see your child. And then once you do that, I swear to God, I can help any person in the world 
in that situation. So beautiful on that note, I had something to drink, right? Mm-hmm. And I really don't really drink. So I'm about to lay down. I said, okay, well, take thank my you so much home. for the advice and the call. Well, you're welcome, beautiful. And make sure you get back in a couple months to see what's going on. Now, what state you live in? I live in um in, in Virginia right now. Northern right, Virginia. Woodbridge. How far is that from Virginia Beach? Uh, that is like three hours from here. Okay, so I'm about 45 minutes outside of D.C. Okay, because I'm doing a show in Virginia Beach on November 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th at the okay. um, Virginia Beach Funny Bone. Okay. If you want to come down, let me know. I'll leave you two tickets. If not, you come by yourself and we can hang out. So it's up to you. Okay. Okay. All right, so put that in your calendar, okay. Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, November 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. Okay. And to everybody listening, make sure you pick up my Who Raised You comedy album. It debuted number 10 last week, and I wanted to stay in the top 20 so I could win this Grammy or at least be nominated for a Grammy, so it's pretty hard, too. When you get off the phone, go yeah. to your iTunes and download Who Raised You. I really, truly appreciate it. You can listen to your car in the morning going to work, okay. and I think that you truly, truly will laugh. Yeah, I think so, too, because you're hilarious. And to everybody listening, to everybody going through something, to everybody wanting to get out of something, make sure you hit the T.K. Kirkwood Show. Hit me on the DM, the show Love, and we hope this beautiful lady is on the phone found some type of resolution to her situation. And to everybody listening, thank you for your support. Keep the calls coming in. Keep hitting me on my DM, telling your story, and I'll get back to you. I promise you as soon as I can. Until then, may your pain be champagne. Take it to the mother. Thank you so much. Good night. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.